Hey everyone. So in the um, in order to create like a clarity and a sort of a, a timeline of how trauma happens, I thought I'd just sort of lay it out in the most kind of pedestrian terms possible from my learning or from my, you know, having gone through the very long journey. And <clears throat> and sort of so it can be traced so you can understand how it works in a kind of clearer way. It's also clear, it's, it's a great um, clarifier for me because um, I like to put it together in some sort of um, animated uh, kind of video thing. So you, so let's just start, first of all, there's a sperm race, right? So let's start there. You, 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 you won the sperm race, right? You got to the egg and um, where that comes from, I don't know. But let's just say <coughs> you win the sperm race. Now, the Buddhists would say that you chose to come to this life in this way, in this form. I don't know that, so I'm just going to leave that on the table on the side for the moment. And I'd say you're getting dropped off at some unknown location, like you're being parachuted in um, to a place that you don't know, <coughs> to people, you know, you have no affiliation with. Um, you know, the second law of thermodynamics is nothing is created, nothing is destroyed, everything is recycled. So you are also a recycled bit of the universe, right? So <coughs> unknown location, i.e. parents, and you're a recycled bit of the universe. You've got a lot of 14 billion years of evolution going on in you, and 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 you win the sperm race. Okay, so so that's trajectory number one. So you arrive <clears throat> on your birth at this place. And as a, my assumption again is that you already arrive with a script. In other words, like the rose arrived with a, the, the script of its rosedom or a crocodile or a whale. It has a script it's going to fulfill, right? It's going to unfurl or unravel, you know, the script that's already, you know, inscribed within it. Okay, so you're not, when you, when you pop out of the womb, and like most animals, you are not, you're still in the cooking stage. You're still being cooked. So um, that cooking is still taking place as you arrive because your brain's too big and, you know, the giant is too small, you're, they can't, it's, it, the, 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 the carrying the kid is carrying your child <clears throat> still hasn't been sorted by the universe. You've got to pop out and cook some more. All right. So you're going to, you're going to keep cooking and wiring up for the first two, three years, I think it is. I think you actually see yourself in the mirror after two and a half, or you can recognize your face. But this, let's just say, for the sake of argument, there's still cooking going on. All right. You're, in an, an, you're, in a, you're not in a very conscious state. You're still being cooked. Right. So you arrive. You arrive to an unknown location. I mean, you know who these people are. It's kind of random. And you're still cooking on arrival. And so for you to keep cooking and growing into the outcome of your script, you're going to need, you know, the basic love, affection, tenderness. You have to be fed. You have to be made safe. 
it's primitive. It's 101, you know, arrival time, right? And for you to grow into your, you know, thing, into your script, you're going to need you know, fertile soil on arrival, which basically, like, you know, a flower needs the sun and the sky and the rain and the whatever. We need parents who love us, protect us, take care of us, ensure our well-being, and help in the unfolding of our script. Okay, so at this point, you are the one with everything, Everything's going according to, to the, you know, to plan to, it's a natural progression, you know. <clears throat> you want the sperm race, you get, you know, you're gestating for nine months, you come out, you're being taken care of, everything is going well. Then suddenly, um, everything is, is, is in accordance with the universe, with the flow, the natural flow, the order of things, right? Then suddenly, something happens. I don't know when it happens, when it's two, you're three, I don't know when I might be younger. And there, so remember now at this point, you're a piece of energy. You have material, you have skin, you have bones, you have organs. But that's, that is kind of like the, the, transmit, the transmitters of your whole being. There's no thinking going on. You're just a bundle of sort of live wires that are still in a state of cooking, right? So they're taking, your whole body is taking in information. It's a physical thing. You're a physical bundle of stuff, right? Of energy, of the universe. Now someone in some state, an adult, let's say, say it's, you know, five foot eight, um, has an interaction with a child. It beats it, it screams at it, it hits it, it whatever boom. That is the, an injury on that energetic field, on that physical field, on that pulsating bit of divinity. <coughs> A trauma is done to that child. Now, what happens in that trauma? So you are still cooking. You are st so here, here are the, the principles of this. You're vulnerable, you're powerless, you have arrived to the location, to these people, and, sudden, and, and they're supposed to protect you from the predator, right? That's like 101. The mama elephant is looking out to make sure the hyenas don't run up and take the baby elephant when they're, you know, going towards a watering hole, right? So now... This is a total um, sort of transgression on this unfolding. Why? Because the person that is protecting them, you, now becomes, who's supposed to protect you from the predator, now becomes a predator. They are interfering in the natural progression of your unfurling, unfolding. Right? And it's not happening as a thought. It's happening upon your little pulsating, vibrating body that has, you know, all sorts of emotional wiring going on, right? Barely cooked, you're barely conscious, boom. All right. So at that point, it's an overwhelm for little munchkin, right? It's a massive, it's like the fucking 
it's like 20 billion planets, uh, you know, galaxies hitting one planet, right? Boom. So at that moment, <clears throat> as this oneness, as the, oh, everything's fine, suddenly there's a threat to life, right? What are you going to do with that overwhelm? You have no tools. You're two, you're three, right? So what you do is you cut that bit out, right? There's a shutting down of that. You shut down that. It's overwhelming. Some people disassociate. Some people, you will fragment. But that piece, and I'm going to call that piece the black box. In that moment, whatever is happening, if it's overwhelming and it's terrifying, there's a realization of death. I am going to die. Right? Something terrible. I have no power. I am vulnerable. I'm going to die. Suddenly, that thing is buried. It's disappeared. It's put into the shadow, whatever you want to call it. Right? Okay. So at that moment, it's what they call frozen terror, trauma. You freeze. That natural progression or flowering or blossoming of your script has now suddenly come to a screeching halt. You are now in a foreign country. You are now disconnected from the oneness, from the, <clears throat> the flowering of your script that's basically shut down because it is an antithesis to life to interfere in life. You cannot interfere with a natural progression of life, especially with overwhelm. People do the most horrific things to children, right? To survive, you need to black that out. So it's almost like if I have 100% of my real estate, somebody moves in and takes out 80% of it. Your kingdom has been invaded. The squatters of darkness, I call them, have come in. Terror. Terror paralyzes and freezes you. And it is at that moment that your breaker switch is taken down. In other words, it's, it's off. Life is flowing, then boom, it's like the electric lights. Boom, the breaker switch. It's like when you haven't paid the Con Ed bill. Boom, the lights go off. Okay. So now you're, the terror is so huge, you've shut down. And you will shut down the memories, you will shut down <clears throat> the feelings, you will shut everything down. That's the only thing you can do. Your brain is, it's the only thing your little frothing piece of divinity can do. It has no other power. Right, so you shut down and you bury that. I buried it. I, I call it in some cosmic, you know, field of the universe. So it's your black box. It has all the information of what happened. You cannot deal with it. So <clears throat> you bury it. You shut down. In my instance, it's like my soul just buggered off. Like, I don't know, that's what it feels like. But basically, it's a shutdown. I am no longer here. 
It is too dangerous to be here. So another thing happens. In a regular um, existence or life or progression, you, the, the parent is taking care of you. Right? You're not negotiating anything. You're just, you know, you, you, the, the parent is um, protecting you from predators. It is creating a stable, secure place for you to live. And you're going to be cooked there like a cake or a souffle in that environment in relationship to these people. Suddenly, one of the parents becomes a predator, right? You're under threat from your own parent. That is a terrifying situation for a child, right? So you've been dropped off in this place. You won the sperm race. And now you've, you, you're sh you've shown up. You're still one with everything. And suddenly, boom, a parent does some overwhelm on you by, and it threatens your life force. You can't do anything, so you're going to shut that down. I shut the events down. I was sexually sent out to be sexually abused. I shut the events down. It was too terrifying for me to deal with, right? And buried it. So now most of my consciousness is underground. It's, 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 it's buried in some far-flung field in the universe. I won't remember it. I won't know it. But that black box contains everything. Contains the events, contains the feelings, contains the overwhelm. But I can't handle it. So the universe is very clever. Consciousness is very clever. We just bury it. And you, the one that was like, you know, vulnerable and open and willing to deal, now disappears with it. I say, like, for me, I see myself in these images as sort of curled up like an, you know, an embryo in terror or behind a closet and I saw myself inside a cave. At some point, when that moment happens, I've talked about it before, it's like before the Big Bang and after the Big Bang. Before everything was idyllic, it was this kind of pastoral setting, there was an unfurling of the universe, it was all just happening in its natural state and suddenly bang, it halts, it comes to a screeching halt, you're frozen life is now completely shut down. You are now paralyzed, officially paralyzed. You're under threat. And you're under threat by a parent, by the ones who are supposed to protect you. That is unbelievably confusing for a child that cannot understand. I speak about it like being in the middle of a valley and looking up and seeing a thousand, you know, nights of evil waiting to come down and and basically devour you. You have frozen. You have stopped. Okay, so so let's say now you've buried, you've, you're basically unconscious, right? You've buried the events. You have to survive, right? So now what happens is, okay, I've buried all those events. This guy... I've got to survive under this regime. I don't know if it's a woman or it's a guy, whatever, it's a mother or father. You have to survive in there. You, you know, you, you, you wire up with whoever you fire up with, right, your neurons. So now 
I, the only way I'm going to survive this is okay. I've got to submit to the conditions, right? If you're a flower and you're, or a plant and you're growing, you're going to have to grow around the trestle that's right there, right? You're growing in a shape. You're sculpted. You have to agree to being sculpted by that environment. You have no choice. You can't, let's say, go next door and say, oh, by the way, there's an issue. You don't even know there's an issue. The most important part of this is that the breaker switch is now off. You've taken out the lights of your consciousness. You've put it into the shadow. You're, it's in a, all of it's in a black box somewhere. It's disappeared. Now you've disconnected from the universe. You've disconnected from yourself. And now you have to, you're in like some foreign land, like in zombie land or alien land, where you're around people who are, you, who, who, who are threatening you. Now you don't understand this, like, you know, you don't understand it. It's just happening intuitively and energetically. So what are you going to do? <coughs> you can't get out of here. You're stuck here. So now you're going to build according to the needs. The predator or whoever abused you is a constant threat on the landscape. What they did yesterday could happen again tomorrow or the next day. You don't know, right? There's massive. So now what you're doing, you're not you know, like lying on a lilo in the swimming pool, right, which is what should happen as a child, right, being taken care of and pampered and, you know, um, protected and grown. No. Now that's all shut down. Now you're on alert. You're like, fuck, I'm going to die. Now you're the one that's going to wake up and negotiate your existence. You're three, you're four. You've got to figure out how you're going to survive this place. The only, so you're, you're not supposed to be the CEO of the company. You're still like, you know, you're just being, you've just arrived, right? You're not supposed to be getting ready for war. You're just, you know, you're just a child. But now all of a sudden, you've got to strategize your survival in an impossible place. You have no time to be a child. You have no time to grow up. You have no time to be taken care of. You're strategizing for death. If you're a child and you're two foot off the floor and you're looking up at a five foot eight guy or woman, it's terrifying, right? They could hurt you any moment. <coughs> so what are you going to do? Your, the events are buried somewhere, you've shut them down, you're paralyzed, your life force is gone. You're now literally, um, you have to sort of, you're at war, you're under threat, you have no weapons, you have no way to challenge, you don't know what's going on elsewhere, you have no idea, you're little. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna figure out how not to die. You haven't even gotten to child. I, there was no childhood. There was nothing. It was like, how the fuck am I not going to die here? And you're looking at the predator to figure out how you can best not be killed. And you're going to build what they need so you become like camouflage. So you won't die.
So he was a bully and angry and horrific. And so I had to, I had to, I had to make him happy. It's, it's like a, you know, how's a dog not going to bite me? If you're up against the wall and you're being threatened, you have to figure out strategically how you're not going to fucking die. And you're a kid. So you're looking to make them happy because they hurt you when they're angry. They hurt you when they're off the rocks, whatever. They're off their kilts or whatever. So, so forget childhood. Childhood is just wiped out. There is no childhood. Some terrible event has happened. You've buried it somewhere. So that's all blacked out in your consciousness. Now all you've got is, okay, I could die any moment. How am I going to make this crazy person okay? It's like when they, you know, they negotiate with someone who's holding a hostage and they've got a gun to their head, you know, and they're on the phones trying to negotiate. It's the same thing. You're negotiating for your life with a crazy person and you're a child. So my thing was, I've got to make this guy happy. So I am now trying to figure out how I'm not going to die. Right, you're a child, <laughs> right? You're negotiating with crazy. Okay, so now what you're going to build is you're going to build the structure to ensure that the volatility doesn't go off the hook, right? That he gets the person he wants that makes him feel good so you won't die. So he won't be angry and come and beat the shit out of you or she won't scream at you and, you know, whatever. All of this, everything that has happened has been, they've, they've marinated you in that poison and it's a physical thing. It is not a thinking thing. You are not injured by your, it's not thought that's injured. It's your body, it's your physicality, it's your being, your frothing being that is being um, affected. It is not your thinking, okay? So that's why you can't undo this with thinking. It's part of the toolbox later on, but it's not the thing. The thing you have to get at is the moment the injury happened on you physically, on you emotionally. It's all inscribed in your system. The black ink is not the thinking. The black ink is the someone screaming at you, the someone hurting you. Physically, your whole body energetically has been basically bombarded, has been drowned in someone's uh, action towards, upon your being. In my instance, I saw as I drowned, I was at the bottom of the ocean looking up, a breaker switch was turned off, right? I was told in ceremony I was stolen. You have been, you're break, you, you've been shut down by the event. All right, so what you're going to do is you're going to, and you're going to, it's going to go into the shadow. It's called it the black box. It's all has all the information. You're going to disconnect. You've disconnected from the universe, from your natural outpouring or blossoming. All right, so now you have a black box and around it, buried which is you in there the paralysis of you and then around it you build strategy for survival there has been no childhood there's been no nurturing there's terror you're at the you're, you know the threat of death is imminent is is all over you all day every day now you're building 
for the little bit you've got left for survival. Okay? You have a little bit of consciousness left. Let's say 20%. If you're going to survive 20%, the rest is buried, then you're going to build what that person wants you to be so that he won't come at you, be angry, hurt you, whatever. All right? So you're going to build and you're going to sculpt energetically according to <clears throat> the thing that is not going to kill you again. So, you know, for me it was submission, you know, it had to be a particular kind of person, he wants an ideal, all this stuff, it's all being built as a response to not being killed. Okay, so now, I forget all of your script, your script has been wiped out, there is no script, there is no you, there's no one here. It's done. You were buried with the injury. You're paralyzed. The breaker switch of your life is off. It's buried. And around it is the bramble and the jungle that you're going to build. That is the outcome. It's a camouflage. It's the person that they want so that you don't die. Because that's all you've got is them. You're cooked. And in my case... It's like Stockholm Syndrome, you attach and you bond through this huge terror. They are not seeing you. They want you to be something if you are going to receive any kind of attention. Otherwise, it's going to be all horror and you know hurt and pain. So the only way I'm going to survive here is by becoming what they want so they are okay and happy and not angry and beat the shit out of me, right? Or whatever you're, again, it all depends on whatever you're, but I'm just talking about the progression. So arrival, everything's fine, right? We won the sperm race, you arrived in this un foreign location, whatever, fine. Everything seems to be working, and then suddenly this injury happens, and now you truly are in zombie land. You're like, you've been thrown out of the universe. It's the before and after the injury. Now you're frozen, there can be no progression, you're paralyzed. You've got the events that happened, whatever happened to you. You bury them in the shadow. The little bit you have left over, you're building to survive. What do you need to do? There's no childhood. There's no growth. There's no lying on the lila. There's no being taken care of. There's no being protected from predators and all the stuff that happens. No, now you, they are the predator. And you build for the predator. It's like camouflage for survival. In my case, he wanted control, he wanted me to be successful. All the things were demands to, uh, for survival. Right, so now you become it. But you, this is all shut down. There's no you there. There was never a me anywhere, anywhere near this thing. Right? It was all shut down. I just disappeared. And then I built and I followed the instructions of the predator. So, and then what happens is you bond. So because you're doing this repeat daily of making them happy, then it becomes your default position. It becomes who you are. You have to accept the unacceptable. You have to legitimize the illegitimate. You have to authorize this horror. 
But the terror is in your system. You may not see it. And this is the thing about energy. It's ether. You cannot see it. It is not a thought. You can't locate it in this, in the way that we do medicine today here. Right? So. You're not, you're not anywhere. You just want to belong to a family, in inverted commas, though they're not a family. Um, they may do other things that appear to be, you know, family-like. They send you to school, they feed you, whatever. But you're, you've gone. And you're learning the rules of this country. And the rules are make them happy or you die. That's not obvious, right? You may grow up in a nice middle-class family, but you're carrying a very powerful contract inside of you that says basically, you know, this is how it's going to go. All right. So then you, you've severed, right? You have this injury hidden, you know, again, buried somewhere in some far-flung field of the universe. You've this whole outgrowth, you know, you've, you've, the little bit you have left of consciousness, you figure if you're going to survive, you're going to have to, you know, to not die, you're going to have to do what he wants. Okay, and you legitimize it, but that's not you, it's, it's what you've built, it's armor built for this particular, you know, scumbag or whatever evil, right? You can't get out of it, and now you've attached to them, so you've bonded with them, and you're going to make it work, and you love them, and you think they're great, and all that stuff, and you just... You begin to, you know, embroider them. You're really standing on a two-foot-by-two-foot two melting bit of ice in the middle of the fucking ocean. Um, and you're just hoping if I just do this enough, the ice won't melt and we won't all die. All right. So none of it has your truth in it. None of it has you in it. It's all from pure terror and injury and trauma but for my I don't know other people do different things they do fragmentation they do addiction um, from my what I did to survive it was I had to keep embroidering them I had to keep making them right it's like it's obvious this is all wrong it's against every you know breath of the universe and a child should never be injured. The universe stopped functioning the minute that injury happened. Life came to a screeching halt the moment that injury happened. And what was built was a complete and utter falsehood owned by darkness. I'm going to talk, you know, some of it's going to be straightforward, straightforward progression. Some of it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to feel woo-woo, but that's basically it. In the end, you have been shut down. You are stuck. You are sitting in frozen trauma. You are paralyzed. You have no access to it. You're building something to make the impossible work. And if there's pure terror, it's very difficult to get to. All right. So you're, you're doing your thing. You're going through life. You're going to college, whatever. Now, first of all, so here are the, here are the situations, right? You have no access to that terror. It's hidden. It's buried. You may have symptoms of what happened. You may 
drink a lot, you may self-destruct, you may cut. There are all sorts of things that are symptoms of like something terrible that happened, right? Mine was, you know, um, a, a relentless PR machine that was always sort of um, making them work. I had to have a family. This couldn't possibly be true, right? So whatever it is, you're running from it. You're always trying to, you know, make the jungle get bigger so you don't ever, you know, so you can disappear more and more from the original event. What you're doing is you're running from the original event, whether it's through drugs, through addiction, whatever. You're running from the event. You never, ever want to feel that ever the fuck again. Why? Because it was so overwhelming, because you were going to die, and because there was no one there to help or save you. You can't go back there. Why? Because if you go there, you're going to die, right? So here's the, the worst thing to figure out. A, there are no parents. Oh, fuck, I'm going to die. B, the parent is a predator. Oh, fuck, I'm going to die. C, this is all wrong. Oh, my God, I'm going to die. And there's no way out. Oh, my God, I'm going to die, right? So you're running. And I mean, and I say running in inverted commas, it could be running by literally leaving physically, running by dragging up, by disappearing mentally, by doing whatever you do to not be in your head, right? So you're living in this huge, tense, nerve-biting contradiction. They're your parents, they're the abusers. You're the child, you're unsafe in your own home. They may keep it a secret from other people. Fuck, you're in deep shit, right? You have built a relationship with darkness. And if you have no choice, you're going to have to build with darkness. You're going to have to bond with the devil because they've got you. It's like the elephant with the mouse on it under its foot. You're fucked. You're, they've got you. So you have to agree whether you like it or not. At some point, so here's the deal. Life doesn't like that, <laughs> right? Um, something will happen. And you will build an ego around that, right? So you, you get even further away from it. So the thing about you leaving, your soul leaving, or the, the, when the breaker switch goes down, your system doesn't fully accept what happened. It does so in the moment, but your life doesn't stop. In other words, it's like a radar, a beep on a radar. That beeping will be like, there'll be something uncomfortable. There will always be something that's not right. There will, it's because it's going against, it's like pushing the ocean away. The power of the wave that's coming in your, it's like the, a, a surfing wave at Nazareth. You've got to push that wave from breaking. You can't. Your whole energy body is trying to stop life from happening. It's like a frozen wave. Your life is like a wave. And then suddenly the injury happens and boom, it's frozen in midair. It never crashes. 
that the momentum of that wave is very powerful, even if it's frozen. It cannot remain in that state. And that's why I think we have addictions, etc., because we know that something is terribly wrong, but we can't face it. It's too terrifying. So the tension between the momentum of your life force and the thing you've built to stop the life force because of the terror is a very powerful contradiction and tension that's going on. Very, very powerful. And you, even though you've buried it, you've, you've got your black box with everything is in it, you can't, it has a momentum, an energetic thing. It's still like you can feel the pulsations of it, right? You may not know it, but it's there. All right. So you go to a shrink, you go here, and you take medication, whatever, things are, something's wrong, I don't know, it's a, no, things don't work out, relationships, etc. There's always a something wrong. In my case, the, the universe just showed up and threw me off a cliff. I was in a terrible divorce, I'd lost everything, blah, 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 five years of hell, blah, blah, blah. It was like a death, right? The universe stepped in and um, just... This, this wave was frozen for a very, very long. It was just in midair, right? Frozen. So in order to unfreeze that and let that wave smash, it would have to truly do a number on me. All right. So mine, my, my return was back through meditation. But what, so I'm just trying to sort of, I sort of, sort of catalyze it and sort of put it into where you are is at the end of this, I'm just talking the first part of this section is, you arrived, something happened, the breaker switch went off, you froze, you refused, you know, the, all, all that story was buried in some black box somewhere thrown into the space, it's in your shadow, you're now surviving on what's left over, the threat is still there, what am I going to do, this guy, I can't, this guy can't be angry, let me figure out how I can make it nice for him, so he never hits me, hurts me, etc. So I'm a, let me agree to him. Let make, 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 you know, let's not make him upset, right? Like you're walking around tender hooks, you know, with this monster. Now you're building a person for the monster, okay? And now you become that person. You, you, you then become solidified in that thing that you've become as a camouflage so you won't get hurt. All right. It's all wrong. It's all built for terror for survival in a war zone. You never had a childhood. You never got a chance to, un, you know, to basically blossom into the, your script. You're all, you're just built for that environment. All right. It happened in the past. All right. You think you've lived all these lives, but you're actually just frozen in that state. It never, you never did it. You're just frozen and built for those conditions. So, how are you going to undo all of that? And also, by the way, there's this pulsating, you know, background radiation, which is your life force basically crying out to you saying, I'm stuck, but you can't hear it because it's far away. That life force doesn't die. You just can't see it or hear it because you're, it's, it's covered in brambles and jungle, etc. So my thing was, first the universe threw me off a cliff. It might be there's some terrible thing happens, you're, you know, you have, you're in a bad accident, somebody dies, whatever. There's, there's an awakening at some point if you're willing to listen to the universe. It's boom. So, 
um, I went to therapy, didn't work, I went, you know, whatever. Not, so how do I return to that place and undo all of it? If I have no notion of it and I'm protecting the predator, because remember, I've built the last 20% of my consciousness in relationship to a predator who I've now glorified and legitimized, etc. Because I'm on a sliver of ice. I've got a little bit left. I've got to make this thing fucking work. I'm not letting go of that two foot by two foot piece of ice in the middle of the Atlantic. If not, I'm done. So what is the terror of a child? The terror is death. Everybody's terror is death, right? And in fact, it's actually the death of you that's going to heal you. But you're, again, on a two-by-two two piece of floating ice in the middle of the Atlantic. You're not going to let that go so easily, right? You're holding on for dear life. It's your only life raft. Okay. So with me, it was, you've got to, dis you've got to deflate. You've got to let go. You've got to break through these energetic walls, their energy. That terror happened in an energetic realm. That paralysis happened not as a thought, as an energy, right? So, meditation, boom. Was the first energetic break, and it was literally energetic, volts of energy, right? Ayahuasca, too, contract you know, with this guy, exorcism, boom, number two. As all of this, what you're doing is you're releasing and you're collapsing everything that you built, everything that you built in this environment. And as you collapse the energy, what you're doing is you're cutting down the brambles the jungle of that darkness and you're walking through the darkness to get to the black box to get that opened up so you can release the truth of what happened, see the every, all the events and then liberate that piece of your consciousness, 80% that's being held back because of this unknown, unseen event, trauma, etc. So, here's the deal. You say, well, it's the past. How am I getting into the past? That's why the ayahuasca takes you into the, into the dimension that allows you to get into the past and relive that past and see what happened and cut down that, you know, the, the jungle to it and liberate you. And how the ayahuasca does that is by... <laughs> the support of this incredible plant through allies, in my case it was Indians and the Shipibo, and it, for me it's been a daily practice. I don't drink it every day, I drank it twice in the jungle. But now, once she's in you, once the, the plant is in you, it is awakening you to your consciousness. It is allowing you to go into that shadow. It becomes a stand in parents so you can face what needs to be faced. Now listen, this is not uh, a day, this is not like it's going to happen in one day, right? This is a slow melt. So the progression 
back is the progress, it's like the progression at the beginning. As it was built, so it needs to be dismantled. So first what's dismantled is your ego that you built, which was the bonding that you had with whoever the predator was or whatever your situation was. If there's addiction, that's another level. That's another layer that needs to be dismantled. It's a slow dismantle, right? You're dismantling, if you've had addiction, that number one. Number two, you're dismantling the ego. Number three, you're cutting through the jungle. And as you're cutting through this jungle, for me, you know, they came, they, they were, they came to me as parents and whatever. And then as you're cutting through the jungle, you're collapsing energetically. You're collapsing the layers. You're collapsing the contract. You're collapsing. And you're allowing yourself to get to the black, to the buried treasure, which is a black box in which everything is held. And when you get to open that black box, you're going to relive that past, those events. And you're going to relive those events. And then your consciousness is allowed to open there was a moment in ceremony where the cuckoo clock started going and the whole earth was opening up, right? Everything is happening. There is no time and space, by the way. Everything is happening in this moment. It's like you're built up in this moment and you're dismantled in this moment. You're being built, dismantled. Built, dismantled. It appears as time, it appears as space, but from what I see, I don't think so. And... You cannot, here's the deal, if there's an interference in life, if there's an injury as a child, the trauma is overwhelming, right? You are, that's the moment the breaker switch is on. The whole journey is to pull that breaker switch up again and put it on again. It's off and then you have to put it on, right? The light's back on, the waking up is you surfacing from the trauma. For me, I see it at the bottom of the ocean. I literally surfaced up out of the ocean. She's been surfacing me up out of the ocean. So I can, you know, I was shown everything, their past, what they did, everything. Everything has been shown to me so I can fully take on the truth and let it go. You can only let something go, first of all, when you arrive to it, when you understand it, when you physically, literally relive it. For me, it's been a completely, mostly a physical thing because the injury happened in my physical body. Injuries don't happen in your head. They happen on your energetic being, on your body. Literally, my whole body has a terror energy, which is this, I call it Ray, the demon. <laughs> I think there's a few of them, it's not just Ray, but it's inside my whole being. The terror. For me to release that terror, I have to keep sitting through the fear. And ultimately, what's happening is you're being reconnected to the one thing. You came from the one thing, you got dropped off in this place you thought was home. Turns out it was a fucking gulag. Oh my God, you're stuck there. This whole thing is about coming home. If you need to re for you to reconnect back to source, you have to re 
you have to face the trauma, the injury, the people involved in that. And it's very difficult because they're parents, because you've built attachments, because you've built a person around them, because you've refused to see the truth, because you've protected them. And in my case, I felt bad for them. But it was a total and utter wipeout. But there's a progression. You know, there's a progression as to how it happened. And all we have to do is undo it by following the progression back to its source. Right? Your beautiful piece of blotting paper, white. Somebody drops a huge bottle of ink on you. You're smothered by it. You refuse it. You hide it. You bury it. You build a falsehood around it, an armor around it, because it's you and this thing. You've got to make it work, okay? It's not you, it's clunky, it's Frankensteinian, but it's armor. The armor that works with that particular predator. It's not, it's, there's no life there. It's a pretend terror paralyzed thing. It's built out of terror. If you go into meditation, if you go into ayahuasca, whatever you go into, the process is of dismantling everything from the person you built, from the armor you built, through to this, the cutting down the jungle of what you believe and who they are, etc., to the truth of the contract, to back into the burial ground, to opening up the burial ground, to releasing the truth of what happened, to reliving the truth of what happened, and then allowing for all the energies that live within you or you, how you've been physically graffitied to be cleaned up. In order to return back to source, all of it has to be removed. It's a complete cleansing. And it's all dominated by one energy. It's called fear. It's an energy. That is the last frontier, is fear. And why you don't face it as a child, or you can't deal with it, is because you are stuck in a place and you, you're cut off from source. Whatever you want to call it, God, universe, I don't care, it doesn't matter. You're, you're disconnected from the one thing that is the everything from whence you kind of you're, you're, you're come from. And that thing is love, really, it's love. There is fear when there is no love, right? So it's not, you know, you don't have to go to a, a, an institution or a, a religion or something to get any of this. This is all nature. It's not, that's why I think it's revolutionary that if you can just find a way to get back into that place, you don't need some higher belief or, I mean, there's a for me, it's yes, I have to surrender to it, this mystery, which is huge and vast and bigger than me. It's not in the form of a human being. It's not in the form of a fucking guy or in the form of a woman. It's in it's nature, right? It's big. I don't know what it is. It's both man and woman. In the Shapiba, they call it uni. It's, it's masculine and feminine. When I'm being healed, it is a masculine and feminine that shows up in the form of an Indian. The men are Indians. The women are Shapiba. Right? It's a masculine and a feminine. It's showing up in an energy and it's showing up as an image. But it's not a guy in a funny outfit, right? Who is a channel for God. You are the channel for God. 
before, whatever you want to call this thing. But it's a journey home to the oneness, to the truth, the thing, the life that was interrupted. And for me, they tell me it's, you were stolen, it's a, it's a theft. It's an ambush by the forces of dark, which is, they should put it in the scientific journals, as, you know, not only is it the electromagnetic force, there's the force of darkness and the force of light. Right? And the force of darkness paralyzes you. You cannot be in life. You've been conscripted to the pirates of the dark against your will. And why are you doing that? Because you're terrified. It's fear. Fear is everything. What you need to face is the fear. The only way you're going to face the fear is to see what happened. You are actually bigger than the fear, but as a child, you don't know that, right? That's why you need to go back. So, again, there's a pro the, the way that this happens, trauma happens, if you're a child, it's a capture, it's a paralysis, it's a freezing, and then potentially an addiction. The way back is the universe, you know, there is, you just have to take, you have to rewind the whole thing. And the rewind happens with allies, through meditation, with ayahuasca, there are things that have a bigger consciousness. If you're willing to let go of your version of the world and surrender, they will come in to return you back. It's a process. It's not woo-woo or boo-boo. It's nature. It's the incredible power of this huge, magnificent thing called nature. It is not a man with a funny outfit in a big cathedral, right? It is not a religion. It is not a corporation. It is not a business that's making money out of you. It is nature acting upon you as nature. There are no rules to follow. You just have to surrender to nature, which has its own way of existing. It's been here before us. It will be here after us. If it wants to wipe us out tomorrow, it will. If it wants to wipe you out tomorrow, it will. It is bigger than all our little tiny thinking about, oh, the computers are going to take over the world, we're going to go to Mars. It doesn't give a shit about us, right? It's nature, right? We think we own and we don't. We can all go to fucking Mars, great. Fucked up in Mars with all this trauma, brilliant. Is that going to save me? No. Am I going to sit in the church and some guy in a funny outfit is going to tell me that someone's going to come save me? No. You have to just give all that shit up and surrender to nature, to this thing that was, you know, here before the Big Bang. How it works, I have no idea. What I do know is that there are forces of darkness, I don't know how else to call them, that exist. And those forces of darkness, they're called in Buddhism, they're called Mara, whatever. The things that helped me to retrieve and to go back were meditation, not as a religious thing, just as an act of sitting to stop the energy from pour, hemorrhaging out, giving you a viewing platform in the swarm of bees. Meditation, and then ayahuasca, which is a plant. I don't know how it, ha how it works, but it literally shuts down your ego and locates where the injury is. That's all.
And then you have to do the work, which is you have to sit down as you're being dismantled and allow for dismantling to happen. It's nature. It's not a person with a book that tells you, you know, I, this has happened and, you know, this is the data on this. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's a different type of medicine. It's an energetic medicine. It's a whole medicine. It's working on you physically, energetically, mentally, emotionally. It's a total healing process. It's a dismantling of the energetic thing you built, which is a camouflage for the terror that was experienced early on. Again, some people say you chose to come here in this way. I don't know. Perhaps yes, but I don't know. I have no idea, right? Who knows? I'm just riffing on my own experience. If I haven't experienced it, then I don't, you know, I can't really talk about it, right? You can release yourself from the confines and the imprisonment of a trauma that happened early on in the twilight of consciousness. What they're stealing is your consciousness, right? What's being stolen is your life force. What's being paralyzed is your life force. It's a capture. If you're living in relation to something that is bigger than you, that's terrifying you, you cannot leave that place. All the self-help books you read, every therapy session you go to, every group meeting, blah, blah, great, but you're not being released. You're just putting a band-aid. The actual work is energetic. It's explosive. It's a surrender to nature. You don't know where it's going to take you, but you know or how it works, really, because in the end, you know it's going to take. It's going to take you to liberate everything, right? So this is really, I just wanted to do this as a sort of ad-lib thing about sort of the progression of it and the kind of the practicality of it, right? And the nature of it is if you're tiny and new and arriving and you are one with everything and there's an injury to you in that progression and you have no tools to cope with it, then you are going to shut down, right? That's basically it. And in that shutdown, you are frozen. The idea of all of this is to unfreeze that energy. My whole body was frozen. My face, I remember in a ceremony, was frozen and it was like a Jenga pieces. The ayahuasca was taking me out like Jenga pieces to see what was hidden behind there. So when you look at this thing or you're looking at your trauma, you have to see it as a sequence of events, right? And you have to unravel the sequence of events. And for each unraveling is a thawing and a surrendering and every time you surrender, you're, you're basically tearing down the fear. And you're coming back into the soup. That's the beginning of sort of trying to put it in a practical way. I'd like to put it together in a way that's really kind of animated and in a kind of like a book or a sort of um, a video so I can actually show in, in a very practical way. I think, yeah, you, if you understand it practically... It's not so woo-woo and out there and whatever. It's just like clear. The only thing you're going to have to really 
surrender to is, because the ego is very packed, very bundled, it knows everything. It's a terror sequence, right? It's, it's built for like, I can't, if I have to solidly believe this and be this, if not, I'm going to die. You know, it's like, it's not saying that, but that's the truth of it. And it's very narcissistic and it's very like, I mean, I was like, you know, narcissism on the extreme, you know, on, on super fuel. I was like, no one is going to get past this, right? So understandably, it's packed for survival. But it doesn't realize that actually bigger than its narcissistic front is this whole universe that it can actually surrender to, that it has its you know, truly best interests at heart, right? And it's going to help you, the universe is going to help you return. All right, so that's, I'm just getting to the beginnings of trying to sort of like lay this out in a way that makes sense that doesn't have woo-woo and it's not, you know, it's just the, the sequencing of your trauma. All right, bye.